Yeah, hello and welcome to the second episode of the Limitless Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Frost, and I'm joined uh, each and every week uh, by Bryce Crane. Bryce, um, let's dive straight into it because we we got a lot of uh, great feedback uh, from our first episode. Uh, yeah, how does it feel? Still early days, but um, yeah, so much love on the socials during the week, which was which was great to see. Yeah, mind the croaky voice. Yeah, I'm recovering from a severe case of the man flu, but uh, no, nah, the first podcast was fun. Um, it was good to see um, getting some good feedback and people enjoyed it, which was nice to hear. Yeah, excellent. All right, well, let's dive into, um, well, let, let's just get straight into it. So I guess the question I've got for you is last week, obviously, we spoke a little bit about our disability, some of the challenges that we've we've gone through. Uh, we did some teasers and we'll continue to do that each and every week. We'll just give a little bit, a little bit. Um, but this week, I, I just thought... Um, yeah, just just a story, a memory. Um, you know, whether that's in in, in rugby league and your disability, uh, possibly the NRL. Have you got any memories or anything like that you wanted to share? Yeah, well, when I first uh, got injured, uh, I was at the West Tigers, and they hooked me up with uh, meeting Simon Dwyer, who currently works for him, who previously has had my injury uh, years back, who played for West Tigers, and it was good to talk to someone that's been through a very, a very similar, similar thing and getting to know his story and seeing what he's done and what he's continued to do for the game, you know, working for the Tigers and seeing how he's coped with such a, I guess, big thing that happened in his life and how he's came back from it, which was, which was nice. And at the time seeing the Tigers players, which was pretty good, even though they're, they're, they weren't going too well. <laughs> Yeah, no, look, that's, that's awesome. I mean, you know, you, obviously, you know, you're still so young, Bryce, I'm, I'm getting on there, but, uh, you know, Simon, he, he was young as well, you know, and obviously, you know, you're very much in that mindset of, um, you know, your, your, your twenties and things like that, but obviously, you know, he's able to talk to you about, you know, what it's like after footy and, um, yeah, what, what, a, what a top guy, you know, I've seen a fair bit of him in the media and, uh, yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, look, me, you know, NRL memories in and in, in around my disability. Look, it's, I think it comes back to, I guess, why I'm so loyal to the Newcastle Knights, Bryce. I had a spinal fusion when I was 10 years of age and I just remember being in hospital. I was in there for months, you know, and they're, they're rotating every so many hours, you're in your full body cast, all of that. And I remember watching the Knights that were playing, uh, they were playing a semi-final against the Melbourne Storm um, it was, it was an incredible game anyway. Um, you know, just get a call, uh, from Mark Hughes. Um, you know, he, he sort of patched me through, I'm, I'm, I'm in bed, I'm 10, 10 years of age and I, and I get a call from, uh, from Uzi and, um, you know, it, it was just, it was a really cool thing to do. You know what I mean? Just to sort of reach out and, uh, and, and say hello. And then obviously, you know, Mark went on and, and, and went through his own challenges. And I just, I never forget that phone call that he made that, that helped sort of tie me into the club and, each and every year when you see that the beanies uh, for brain cancer around, I always go out and get the latest, uh, get the latest beanie and support him. So uh, yeah, there we go. Um, Husey, thank you for uh, reaching out as a young fella, but uh, yeah, mate, you definitely, definitely stitched me up with this football team, but uh, anyway, hey, the nights aren't going so bad, actually. We'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later. All right. Well, let's, uh, well, let's flex a little bit and talk about some of our NRL predictions last week uh me and you went toe to toe storm v your beloved roosters um yeah the storm getting it done i, I was uh, i was pretty happy with uh, i was pretty happy with that prediction 
yeah, it was a tough, tough night in the office for us. It just, uh, I don't even know what, I don't even know what to say about it. It's, it was a tough watch. It just makes you think like gamble responsibly because, you know, one player goes in the sin bin or, you know, if there's a head high, the game's just so volatile at the moment. Um, but yeah, Storm absolutely giving it to to the Roosters. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely take that. Hey, some other ones. Obviously, we do it a little bit differently on this podcast. Uh, it's easy to sort of tap, you know, uh, pat guys on the on the back after a good performance on the weekend. But we try and predict them. Last week we said Latrell Mitchell will have a good game. Payne Haas would have a good game. What about Latrell? He he was he was on a mission. Yeah, he was he was great for my fantasy. I tell you that. But um, yeah, seeing him. As I said, getting his hands on the ball and seeing what he can do, he's he's an absolute freak. And yeah, it's great to see. It's so hard to, and I, I don't know, you know, whether people understand how difficult this is, but to to make promises at this elite level, you know what I mean? To just come out and say, I am going to dominate this game. Like this is mine. Like oh, I just, uh, you know, imagine the level that you've got to be at to sort of make those promises. Knowing very well, you can just go out there and deliver it uh, ever so casually. But uh, Latrell Mitchell, he is he's some player. And, you know, I, the other the other thing I would say, just plugging a little bit of his socials as well, he, he really ties it back to, um, you know, his farming business. I, it starts with W, the, the name's escaping me. But he's doing some really cool, cool things on social, just showing sort of his country background and, you know, um, you know getting back to getting back to country. Um, so we, we obviously know how much he does for, his people, his community, but uh, one hell of a footballer and um, yeah, a great follow on social media. All right, well, let's dive into this week. Uh, and on a little mini segment, we're going to touch base with a PDRL affiliated NRL team. Bryce, this week it's, it is the South Sydney Rabbitohs. <laughs> I'm going to hand it over to you because uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty impressive last week. Yeah, exactly. What we're just saying about Latrell, what, what he can do when he's in the game, but Cody Walker's also on fire. You know, some of these players that, you know, at, at the start of the season, I was a bit worried with the the forward pack of South. But, um, yeah, as you saw last week, just an all-around great performance. And they're coming up against the Dolphins this week, which um, Dolphins are also surprising me with how they're going without their two starting halves. So, it'll be a good game. Who really knows with this, uh, this year of footy? But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, there's something about those dolphins. They just uh, <laughs> they just go out there and uh, and get it done. But yeah, look at uh, South. Um, you know, sometimes I look at some of these teams from a team building perspective, uh, and I just wonder how you can possibly keep all of these players under the one salary cap. I mean, South Sydney they are very very strong. Uh, you know, they've got really good outside backs. They've got the halves, the spine, the front row. You know, let's pick out a couple of players that you know, really stand out. Um, Campbell Graham, uh, Bryce, he's getting a ton of love this week. Yeah. What's your, what's, what's your thoughts on, on Campbell? Um, obviously, you know, he's been, been a talented young player uh, coming through the ranks, but man, he, he's showing something. Yeah. From what I've watched from Campbell Graham, he's just, he's such a well, well-rounded center. He's a really good defensive center, which you, you always see the highlights of, you know, our great centers like Stags and stuff like that. But you you know you never really see anyone tear him up. You know he's always, he's a very good defensive center. That's what I've noticed. And yeah, he's he's due for some some rep forty soon if he can get in there. But he's playing well. 
Yeah, that, that that's exactly right. Like you wonder how some of these really young players crack first grade and often it's defense. You're right. He came in um, with his defense and then now he's starting to add that attack and yeah, he's becoming like a little bit of a strike weapon there. So really rounding out his game at such a young age, yeah. it's uh, very, very impressive. Um, you know, just going through um, Keon, Kolomatangi, you know, I, I'm, I really like the shift of him, you know, getting put out onto the edge. I, I think that just gives South Sydney someone that is, I mean, that, that is, that is a difficult defensive assignment for the opposition uh, and Bryce, you know, again, I, I've got to try and plug this guy whenever I can. Cam Murray. Oh, he's a freak. I, I mean, Union, Wallabies, they're going to probably do everything they can to get him in the future. But at the moment, he's in our game. He's one of our absolute stars. And, um, yeah, just a pleasure to watch. Yeah, exactly. It was um, Kulamantangi as a second roller. Those halfbacks were just like, he'd just be running at them halfbacks. So massive attacking threat on the edge there. And then having Cam Murray in the middle there, he's just, he's just consistent. He's, he, he's a, he's, he's, between his best game and his worst game, he's, he's not much. You know, that's how consistent he is. And he's uh, so important for that team. Yeah. And I mean, you know, this franchise has just been so consistent for so many years. I mean, you know, Jason Demetrio, I mean, he he deserves a lot of credit. You know, taking taking over the side after Wayne Bennett, that's not an easy job. And a lot of coaches have failed after him. So to sort of keep this group together and, um, you know, that's that's kind of – the, the combinations uh, is kind of what I'm seeing with South Sydney. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think they've scratched the surface in terms of what they can, what they can do in the competition. So there we go. There is the Rabbitohs. Uh, great to have them affiliated with our PDRL competition uh, with the Rabbitohs franchise yeah, in our competition and best of luck to the boys who are listening in for the upcoming season. All right, well, let's check in with our favorite NRL teams um this is a bit of an interesting vibe this week bryce because usually i'm down in the dumps and you're all smiles uh yeah a little bit opposite this week talk to me about the chalks yeah well obviously last week we don't really want to talk about it but um now having teddy back is definitely definitely important for the for the team um also having matt lodges come onto the bench which is super important you know that that middle third of the, the game is is important and um yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see Teddy back. He's due for a massive game. And, you know, yeah, I'm, Sharks are going to be tough. Talk to me a little tough. bit about talk to me a little bit about the Roosters because they just don't look fluid. You know what I mean? Like the Roosters are such a well-oiled machine. I mean, you know, someone's going to clip this and replay it to me in two months' time and I'm going to look like an idiot. But at the moment, they, they do. They look very, very clunky, um, very patchy. I guess that's coming through in their performances where they're only sort of producing, you know, some really good football for periods of time. But yeah, talk to me a little bit about that. The thing, things are, you know, they're, they're not the traditional well-oiled machine that we're so used to. Yeah. Well, they definitely, they, they started slow this year as they do most years, but they started to sort of hit their groove. But then I guess the last couple of weeks have went back to being clunky. And um, yeah, I guess it's just time, time, you know, playing on the field together and getting those combinations and, and stuff like that. So, you know, obviously I'm not writing them off right now, but <laughs> yeah, these just, I think, I think we really need to, you know, get prom till that post origin type uh, part of the season. And I think that's what they're aiming for. Yeah. For me, I, they kind of remind me of like an all-stars team. Like I get that a lot of these players have played together, but the Roosters have just been so 
that they've been hit with injuries more than you know any other franchise over the yeah. last couple of years. So, you know, that they feel like an all-stars team where there's just so much talent, but really, um, you know, they're continuing to sort of figure things out. And um, again, I'm, I'm predicting it in a couple of months time, I think they'll hit their straps and, you know, they'll be one of the the powerhouses in the competition. So much talent to come back. Satili, uh, Angus Crichton. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. Definitely. Uh, to be a Roosters fan, huh? All right, let's flip it over to the Newcastle Knights. And yes, I'm smiling. I'm happy. As is most people in the Hunter. Um you know, and, and things haven't gone our way, you know, a lot of our salary cap continues to sit on the sidelines. Obviously KP, he's um, slowly making his way back, which will be fantastic. Devastating news for our, um, our captain Brayley uh, out yeah. for, out for the season with his ACL. But I, I guess why are we still smiling? It, it's, it's the outside backs. I, I mean, you know, one through five, you know, outstanding. Let, let's give a little bit of love to Lockie Miller. What he's doing is not normal. Can we just put that on record? I mean, it's just, I get that he was a sevens player. And and I think, you know, the, the, it's going to make uh, a lot of recruitment departments take a, take some notice of that particular competition because Lockie Miller has been outstanding. I, I feel like you are so vulnerable from a defensive perspective in the sevens game. Um, you know, you, you really have to be a solid one-on-one defender. You have to be very, very tough. And then in attack, you've got to be able to create, you know, there's just so much space, one-on-one opportunities. Um, He's just been incredible. And the way in which he's picked up the game, very, very impressed with Lockie Miller. And then, you know, you you pair that with our outside backs, Greg Marju, you know, he's really, you know, starting starting to show some of his potential. Dom Young, still a little bit. Salty about that one, Bryce. He's he's headed your way next year. But uh, yeah, look, two barnstorming uh, wingers. And then we know the talent of Bradman Bess and, and Gagai. You know, he, um, yeah, you know, obviously brings a lot of experience to the team and he's doing his thing. So yeah, Newcastle Knights, uh, you know, good performance last week against the Warriors. Um, you know, let's let's see if we can continue to build on that. Losing Braley is difficult, uh, but KP, he, he's, um, you know, he's on his way back. So let's see what we can see what we can do. Yeah, All right, Bryce. Tough, tough weekend this week against the Penrith Panthers. Uh, see how that goes. Yeah, just you know, just just casually, you know, just going to take on Penrith, who are really starting to find their form. So, yeah, yeah. look, not a, not a great week. I might sort of lightly skim that game this week, actually. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, anyway. The, the boys, they're going to have to, uh, you have to um, find something. That's for sure. All right, speaking of games this week, uh, let's preview our Limitless Game of the Week is something a little bit different. The New Zealand Warriors coming up against the North Queensland Cowboys. Bryce, I don't know about you, but it sounds silly, but sometimes you forget how much travel the Warriors do as part of our competition, you know, being that New Zealand franchise. Um, A lot's been spoken about in the media that, you know, they have had heavy legs. They've been very fatigued with, with, with with so much travel at the start of the season. Great to see them return back to Mount Smart, and they're 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 a different proposition when, when they're back there in, in NZ. Yeah, exactly. Especially when they're when they're back home with their fans and stuff like that. It's it's they, they play some exciting footy, and um, yeah, having uh their five eight Martin out is is going to be a tough loss. But I guess Dylan Walker slides in there pretty pretty easily. So it's going to be an interesting game. Cowboys definitely need to ramp it up. They need to get a win. Having you know most of their team back now, which is is good for them, but they're also going down to New Zealand for a, for a tough match there. Yeah, they're running out of excuses, aren't they? Hey, I was watching the Warriors pretty closely, obviously coming up against my 
beloved Newcastle Knights. No, no big deal. We'll go on and win the comp for sure. But hey, Sean Johnson, I, I'm I, I'm loving this. You know, this sort of revival really late in his career. And again, it's been spoken about quite a lot, but reminds me so much of what Benji Marshall did towards the back end of his career. You know what I mean? Where everyone thinks it's all over, you know, he's got nothing more to give, but yet he's just adjusted his game. But Bryce, one of the things I picked up with his game last week is his ability to play with tempo. Sean Johnson close to the line. He was showing a little bit of vintage speed and stepping. And I don't know, I've just been really impressed with Sean. So obviously losing your five, eight, that that's very, very challenging, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've been, I've been really impressed with Johnson so far this year. Yeah, same here. He's one of his underrated factors about his game. He's really worked on his his kicking game over the years. So um, he's always had that running game, but then the last couple of years where his his running game hasn't really been the best, he's definitely he's working on his kicking game, which is essential for a for a halfback. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, if you you know if you're at a pub and you you run into someone, you spill their drink. I mean, it's never nice. But you know, probably the one player in the NRL that you wouldn't want to do that to because the guy's terrifying is Adam Fanua Blake. <laughs> Bryce, I, I don't know. There's just something about him where if he's in your pack, you've just got no fear. So we'll get to the Cowboys soon, but obviously he was such an important signing. He's been a big part of, you know, this Warriors franchise, but, you know, just running behind a player like that. I mean, he's, he's built a little bit different, isn't he? Yeah. They've got some big boys over there. They've got some, They've got a good forward pack having him and uh, Toho Harris is back this week. So, yeah, them two are really, I guess, their main go-to forwards. And, yeah, like you said, scary bloke, scary bloke. Yeah, and, and Toho Harris, that's a really good shout-out. You know, I think, you know, every year they're like, who's the most underrated player in the competition? It's always Tohu because, you know, he's, he's a legendary player but plays for the Warriors, doesn't get a lot of love on social media. But I tell you what, there, there is no way that he'd be underrated in film sessions with the opposition each and every week, they'd be looking at Harris being like, Hey, this is a guy that we really need to get under control. Um, you know, such a spiritual leader. Uh, well, obviously he's got the captaincy, but uh, yeah, a big part of what they're doing there. So yeah, Warriors back to New Zealand, uh, throw form, you know, out the window, um, you know, obviously they'll, they'll freshen up there at home and um, yeah, Charles Nickel clocks are at the back as well. So it's going to be very interesting. All right, Bryce, let's dive into the Cowboys. Um, you know, I'm not going to shy away for it. I've got a lot, a lot of love for this team, Chad Towns and the others, uh, but the boys are starting to run out of excuses. They, th- this is it. And this is why we've previewed this game that they, they, they've got to get moving. They've got to get the two points this week. Yeah, exactly. I guess. Well, they, like, as they say, a win to win, they, they need to scrape out a win. So having, I guess, uh, Nenai back, I guess he's pretty pretty big for that for that four-pack there on the edge, scoring tries. But, uh, yeah, having Drinkwater, who's obviously in some great form too, but like you said, they're going to have to figure out how to get a win and they have to do it soon. Yeah, and, and I think their outside backs are really going to have to put in to take a little bit of pressure off their forward pack. You know, not that uh, Jason Tamilo is uh, too... You, you talk about running into blokes and spilling their drinks. Tamilo is probably another guy that you'd be a little bit nervous about. But, uh, you know, look, they, they've got a star-studded pack for sure. But I still think part of their success last year was the production that they got, their, got out of their outside backs, especially, um, you know, during those early tackles. You know, Hiku, Hiku uh, Valentine Holmes, Tua Lungi's back this week as well. Kyle Felt, you know, the Cowboys outside backs have got to really rip in to 
give the Cowboys forwards an opportunity to really dominate. Hey, Bryce, um, talk about surprise packet of last year. Talk to me a little bit about Tommy Dearden because, I mean, what he did last year was incredible. Uh, but what's, what's your thoughts on 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 his uh, season so far? Been a little bit quiet? Yeah, he definitely has. He, he's got a, I guess, run first. He's a, he's a running top five, eight. And what he did last year, you know, coming to origin and, and playing the way he did is pretty was pretty special. But yeah, I guess he's got to start finding some some form. He hasn't been he hasn't been bad, but he, he's just not at his best yeah. this, this year yet. I think him hunting around the ruck anyone any you know gamble responsibly, but uh, you know a bit of an anytime try scorer vibe there. Uh, but look, there's a few players, and hey, you know it's never too early to start talking state of origin. But there's a few players that, you know, th- these rep teams this year, they're going to be so difficult to break into. So, you know, the Cowboys, they've had a lot of reps there in the past and um, selectors will be watching this one very, very closely. They've got a difficult draw coming up. They play the mighty Newcastle Knights, I think, the following week. But, uh, you know, they, halfway there. They, <laughs> they need the two points. Uh, that's for sure. All right, no sitting on the fence. Uh, let's, uh, let's make a call on this. Who's your tip? Uh, Warriors v Cowboys. Uh, I'm going Cowboys. I reckon they're gonna get a win here. Okay, all right. Well, we we can't we we can't match. So that, that mean, I'm I'm gonna go the home team. I'm gonna go the Warriors. Um, Sean Johnson, yeah, looking looking very very sharp and uh, great to see for some of us older blokes. All right, there we go. Uh, now moving on to our limitless player of the week. Yeah, and this is something we do a little bit different. You know, we're trying to predict. Looking at the round ahead, you know, a couple of players that, that will look to stand out and then we can sort of, um, you know, recap on that next week. Um, Bryce, you got, got an eye on a player this week? Who do you think is going to have a big week? Um, well, yeah, talking about that Warriors-Cowboys game, I reckon I'm going to tip Scotty Drinkwater. Mm. Yeah, me tipping Cowboys to win when Scotty Drinkwater needs to, to to have a good game and I feel like he's going he's gonna to do well. Yeah, I, I think that there was very much a mixed uh, a mixed crowd on Drinkwater throughout his career, you know, because he obviously made the move from, from Melbourne. But last year, you know, everyone jumped on board. You know, he's a very, very special player. The Cowboys have missed him and uh, predicting him to make a step up this week totally makes sense. All right, I'm going to go just a little bit, uh, a little bit different. I'm, I'm going to go uh, Jonah Pezzett, the young Five eight for the Melbourne Storm. Um, obviously, Nick Meany, he's out with concussions. So Cam Munster drops back to fullback. Love a bit of Munster at fullback. You know, he's a, interesting. He he always plays so well when he drops back there. But uh, you know, Jerome Hughes, he'll be doing his thing there at um, at seven as well. But no, Pezzet, I, I think there's a few clubs. I won't name names, but Tigers. There's a few clubs that are struggling and. I guess when that happens, you look out across the competition at some of the really talented young players coming through because, you know, suddenly they, they become serious recruitment targets for, for, for some of those teams. And um, yeah, Jonah, obviously come up through the Newcastle system then made his way down to Melbourne. Is he going to unseat Cam Munster, Jerome Hughes? Probably not. So really interested in his next month or two of football because, you know, if he just plays okay, you know, then maybe he drops back and, and sort of sticks with the Melbourne system over the next sort of year or two, you know, maybe signs another contract. But, you know, if he can continue to perform, and I, I think he's been outstanding, um, I think he's going to be on the radar of a few different clubs. Um, young, talented halves are, are very, very difficult to come by. So, um, yeah, keep an, eye, keep an eye out on Pezzett. I think he's going to have a good game against Manly. Bryce, 
you've been sort of following him as well. It's always good to see young halves coming through. He's got a bit of something about him. Yeah, he's definitely an eyes up, eyes up footy player. And I've only seen us. I watched him last year in the 19 Origin, 19 Origin. Yeah. I think it was. Form well there, and I just saw. I've only seen a few, few games this season, but exciting player, especially having Munster at the back and Hughes at seven. He'd be, he surely be feeling comfortable there. Hopefully, he can open things up and um, he can take the line on. I think what's so impressive too is like Craig Bellamy keeps selecting him, and you're just not going to get selected in Craig Bellamy's team if you can't defend. You know, he doesn't care. Well, of course, he cares about points, but. That's secondary to him. You know, Craig Bellamy runs really tight ship, as we all know, but defense is such a huge thing. So for a young half to sort of, um, you know, be coming in there and getting the support of Bellamy um, and getting that coaching and, and hey, learning a few things off Munster and, and Hughes, I mean, that's a pretty handy locker room to be picking up some, some tips and tricks. Uh, excellent. All right, well, let's move over now to our beloved sport, uh, PDRL. Bryce, it's it's been a long off season. Uh, for those that don't know, you are our Australian captain. You're just off the back of an incredible World Cup tour that, again, we'll tease a little bit and we'll talk more about in the future. But, yeah, still in preseason mode, a couple of weeks left of preseason training, and then we're going to roll into round one with the uh, the draw being released this week. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, it's going to be going to be interesting getting down and seeing the first round, seeing how the teams are they're going to stack up against each other. So I'm excited to, to get there around one and, and play some footy. Yeah, it's going to be good. So obviously uh, you find yourself, and I mean, we'll peel back the curtain and talk a little bit about how it works. So um, in this particular competition, uh, a lot of the players, um, you know, register and they become part of a pool and then they, uh, they run a, a draft system where there's a bit of a selection committee, coaches, past legends, uh, referees, they all get together and then they, um, you know, run a draft, get everyone into their teams and try and keep the, the competition nice and uh, nice and even, which, which I think is great. So uh, Bryce, this year you got drafted in the Newtown Jets. Um, obviously they're a feeder of the Cronulla Sharks in the NRL. Uh, and, and I got uh, drafted into the Sydney Roosters. So opening round, round one is the West Tigers coming up against the Sydney Roosters. How do I feel about that? Yeah, look, I, I think it's going to be a really good clash. Um, you know, we'll, we'll tease a little bit more about some of the players. Um, but yeah, the Tigers, they've got some really good players there. And um, yeah, you know, uh, the, the, the Roosters, we've we've had some, uh, what I'd say, some pretty disappointing trial form. <laughs> so we really need to, uh, we really need to get moving. Uh, let's hope that the ground, you know, is, uh, is mowed all the way down you know it's not too long uh, I, th- I think there's going to be you know, a few 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 fellas who are still trying to find their lungs but uh yeah look it's going to be a great clash tigers v roosters uh and then the jets your jets uh coming up against the south city rabbitos bryce the rabbitos they just always find a way to win games in the pdrl um you know obviously we're going to get a lot of opportunities to play each other um but yeah how do you feel about the rabbitos first round yeah, well, it's interesting when you don't really know what who's going to show up on the day, who's going to like how the performances will go. But now, if it's based off last year, Rousseau with the top team for majority of the the competition, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, pulling up and 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 seeing how we go as a team against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah, and you got two sort of legends there as coaches. You know, you you're coached there by Craig Anderson. He's uh. Uh, recently become a life member of uh, PDRL and uh, Pete Mitchell uh, will be coaching the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So if anything, um, you'll, you'll get, um, you'll get your money's worth watching the games just by watching the coaches, because they'll be, they'll be well and truly into it as well. 
so there we go. Uh, Bryce, another week done and dusted here on the Limitless Podcast. Uh, again, just want to thank everyone that has tuned in and offered us um, some support. We really do appreciate it. Um, you know, we love you know, jumping on the podcast, sharing a little bit of our stories, breaking down rugby league, uh, continuing to promote PDRL. Um, but yeah, Bryce, that's um, it's another another week in the books. Um, again, just how, how are you feeling about the season coming up? Only two weeks away. Are you excited? Yeah, definitely very excited. Um, it's been a, a long preseason, I guess. So I'm keen to get get back into it and uh, see the, the the difference between last year's uh, competition to this year's and how much we've improved. And I'm just excited to see where this sport goes and then this competition uh, this year is, is yeah, very important for that. So I'm excited. Yeah, I can't wait to get out there and play footy. Some of these young kids that were coming through last year, Bryce, they're, they're looking a little bit too sharp in the trials as well. So, uh, look, and, you know, if you want to get down and support some of these PDRL games, uh, get in touch. We've got our website. You'll be able to find us pretty easily. Um, and if you know anyone that would be interested in joining the sport, honestly, it's one of the best things that I've ever done. So get involved. Uh, but, yeah, if you love your rugby league, continue to subscribe, download, and listen to the Limitless Podcast. We enjoy bringing it to you each and every week. Until next week, we will catch you then.